of the situation report for May 3rd, 2023. This is uh, Lieutenant Colonel Murray. And there's a lot to talk about today, but I want to zero in on a couple of things that happened just in the last 24 hours that I think are signal that people should be paying attention to. The first of which is Jerome Powell continued to raise rates against the Fed or against the Treasury, which I think is very amazing given the circumstances of the economy and the the recent implosion of Republic Bank. Now, there's there's a lot of conversation around is Powell a good guy or bad guy? Look, all the bankers are shitheads, all of them. It's it's a pool, it's like it's like politicians, right? It's a pool of total fucking retards that won't remember your name 10 seconds after they shake your hand. But they'll shake your hand and pretend like you're they're your best friend for at least 10 seconds until they get your vote. And then they're off to something else. It's the same bullshit with with bankers, right? They're all elitist pricks that make way too much money. They've been indoctrinated in a system. They've been they've been grown into a system that rewards people for being shitheads and backstabbing assholes. It's it's two shitheads fighting against each other. There's there's no good guys in that. Janet Yellen is a globalist fucking blissfully naive idiot, useful idiot, blissfully naive, running the running the country into the rocks. Then you have all the, con- the the conjecture and the nonsense about these congressional hearings, which congressional hearings are, are horseshit. They don't go anywhere. They don't result in anything. Most of the information scripted. It's all bullshit. It's just kabuki theater. Leads to nothing. It's the road. It's the march to nowhere. But yet people are hanging on every word. The thing to pay attention to is, so Ed Dowd said that they need to do an emergency rate cut in order to stimulate the economy. Jerome Powell just said today, we're not only not going to do an emergency rate cut, we're going to raise rates higher. And if Luongo's right, they're trying to kill the euro dollar, which I think it needs to die along with the European Union and every single one of those bureaucrats in the European Union needs to be hung for crimes against humanity. Every single one of them. To the janitor. All the way down the line. Start with Lagarde. Work your, st- work your way down. Don't stop at any level. Go all the way down. And purge all of them from the planet. Because they have all committed crimes against humanity. With the vaccines, the vaccine mandates, with this war, with the the bio labs and the, and the support of the bio labs, the money laundering, you can go down the list with the crimes these people have committed, and that needs to happen. Which brings me to the the whole drone thing and the drone attack on Putin. Nobody knows what the ground truth is. Both sides are pushing so much propaganda and disinformation. You don't know who's telling the truth, who's not telling the truth. And none of them, frankly, are telling the truth. But if you look at this from strictly an information perspective, which is what I'm going to do, you're going to see a couple of plausible and possible outcomes that benefit both sides. So let's start with the, the, the Putin side. So... The war's been going on for a year now. Russia sustained a lot of casualties. Probably not as much as Ukraine, but Russia sustained casualties. And they've taken this this guarded, slow, 
methodical, safe approach to conduct operations in Ukraine. And part of the public support in Russia is starting to wane. So this gives Putin credibility. It gives him a reason to escalate. And it gives him the ability to go after Zelensky and turn him into a pink mist, which I think is exactly what he's going to do. And then I think it's going to happen on American soil because I don't think Zelensky's in Ukraine. I think he's in Florida. I think he's on a soundstage somewhere in the U.S. And they fly in all these these actors and stagehands and all the other BS to stage all these, these you know, photo ops and the, the Zoom videos and all that other BS. I think he's in Florida. I think he's doing exactly what Osama bin Laden supposedly did in Pakistan. He's hiding out in his house. He's sunning himself during the day. He does his photo ops, does his Zoom calls, and then he's back at it. If he's in Ukraine, hey, more power to him. But I, I just don't think he is. I think everything about this whole situation is BS. Now, let's look at the American side of this. The American side of this is beneficial for the U.S. if the U.S. pulled this off and if NATO pulled it off. Take Ukraine out of it for a second. The U.S. needs a justification to go head-to-head with the Russians. They need to backstop the Ukrainians. They need to backstop the movement of Russian troops so that they don't get anywhere near Poland. They also need to, they need to get into all the biolabs that the Russians have, have run over, and they need to find out what the Russians know. And then they need to do damage control. Their message so far has been strictly denial, denial, denial. Yeah, we did it. Denial, denial, denial. And if bioclandestine's right, there's 328 biolabs across the planet. There was a biolab in Sudan. You have to ask yourself, what are they testing in 300 fucking labs? What the fuck are they testing? And why is there 300 labs all across the country, all across the, the, the world? I can tell you why. You put a lab in some jerkwater, backwater, shithole country, and you pay a bunch of people that are poor a bunch of money just to stand guard, they'll do whatever you want. You can go to any third world country, throw American dollars, and people will do exactly what you want and not ask any questions. That is a tried, true, and factual statement. So why not move it to a third world country? You have perfect air cover, plausible deniability, and it's completely off the books. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to give it a second thought. You put it in an inconspicuous building, and guess what? You're in business. So I think that's one of the reasons why the U.S. needs a direct, a direct reason to get into direct conflict with the Russians. And from the U.S. standpoint, this is a wet dream because this forces Putin to take action against Zelensky, which will force NATO to get directly involved, which will force an escalation, which is what they've been begging for for the last six months, escalation, escalation, escalation. And then there's the the concept of, or the theory that maybe all this shit was staged by both sides. 
Maybe this whole conflict is just wag the dog. Maybe what we're seeing is a coordinated effort by a U.S., NATO, China, Russia, Ukraine, etc., to thin out the population in that area, give the appearance of a conflict, but really they're working towards globalist aims. I mean, that could that's just as plausible as the Russian story or the U.S. story, which should tell you that there's so much disinformation, you can make a case in any direction and not and, and probably be right, part of it. But who knows? The tell is going to be what Putin responds with, and then what happens after that. But for all intents and purposes, I think Zelensky's going to get smoked. I'm I'm okay with that anyway. But is it the real Zelensky? Is it a doppelganger? Is it a, is it a you know is he a 3D image? Is the guy already dead? Then there's that whole conjecture. But the signal's going to be the response, and our response to it, and that'll tell you what the escalation's going to look like. All of that's happening concurrently with Title 42 that's getting ready to end next week on the 11th. And isn't it convenient that a drone strike that's being blamed on Ukraine happens the week before Title 42 ends officially? It's amazing. It's amazing, isn't it? The timing of these events are just, it's just amazing. But there's no such thing as a coincidence. These things are all happening for a reason. And I think when it's all said and done, you're going to see a little bit of each one of these stories is probably true. And we're going to see we're going to see a bunch of different moves by both players. None of it's going to be good for us. But it shows that we're driving to a culmination point. The 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 Fed raising rates, the situation in Ukraine. Title 42, the immigration problem. And the immigration problem is already bad because the mayor of El Paso has already declared a state of emergency because they're overrun with illegals. It's it's a this is a full-on invasion. And if you look at the video, they're all military age males or females. There's a reason for that. Everybody's got conjecture. Everybody's got a theory. None of that bodes well. None of it. So the next couple of weeks are going to be the tell. I think specifically once Title 42 expires, it's going to be a mass onslaught. It's going to overwhelm the borders. And Biden's sending 1,500 troops. Whoa, man, 1,500. Wow. Why isn't that going to stop everything? But then you look at the governors in all these states, Newsom, bag of shit, Abbott, bag of shit, Hobbs, bag of shit. Can't remember New Mexico's governor's name, bag of shit. All of this was put in place prior to this happening. This was all a plan. All these governors, they were a plan. Probably years ago, they planned on putting Katie Hobbs in place. And if you look at her her actions, her actions speak louder than anything else that's going on. This is this is a woman that knows that she's not a legitimate leader. She knows it. And she's she's acting like she doesn't want to talk to the press. 
She doesn't want to answer questions. That says to me she's an empty suit and that she's got marching orders that she can't back away from. That's a that's a big deal. Then in the background of all of that noise is the Epstein stuff that's rearing its head again. And the Epstein stuff is interesting because these are disclosures about J.P. Morgan. These are disclosures about Alan Dershowitz. Now, remember, Alan Dershowitz was the same douchebag that represented Trump during all of the impeachment. Dershowitz was also the lawyer that represented Jeffrey Epstein. He's also the lawyer that's representing every single one of the Morgan Stanley executives that are under scrutiny right now. You starting to see a pattern here? And Virginia Guthrie literally called him out by name and said that he's a pedophile. Now, I don't know how much of that's true or if that's true. But when you look at what, what he and who he's represented and why, you start painting a picture and drawing the dot, connecting the dots, and none of that looks well for him. But more importantly, none of that looks well for anybody else around him. Trump's one of those guys. And I've said for months, you're going to see more disclosures around the child trafficking stuff. You can see more disclosures about what people have been doing in the background. You're going to see more disclosures about fraud. All that's happening right now. You're literally seeing all of that happen right now. And the question is you have to ask is why? I can tell you why. The elite are rushing. They're rushing their plan. They're moving their plan forward at a breakneck pace, and they're out in the open about the pedophilia, about the cannibalism, about child grooming, about child trafficking, about the effects of the, the vaccines. There was an article today that talked about how the vaccines are perfect for birth control. Are you fucking kidding me? They're literally admitting in an article in The Atlantic that the vaccines cause infertility. That's a big admission. That's a huge admission. And when you couple that with the fact that an Air Force cadet, the third Air Force cadet just this year has died suddenly for, with no, you know, no cause of death. Wow. You would think people would wake up, but no, blissfully unaware. And all of these things, and I, and I firmly believe that the reason why the timeline keeps getting accelerated is because more and more is information is coming out that they didn't plan on coming out. And I think they're trying to rush their plan, which ultimately is going to fail and cause chaos here and abroad because they're trying to rush it. And I've said over and over and over again that when you have a complex plan that relies on specific actions to happen at specific times by specific people, you're always going to be let down. Every time you have a complex plan, only one small change in that can throw the whole thing off or throw it out the door. And that's that's what we're seeing. Let's look at the sedan thing. So they're trying to press the, the fear porn that the bio, the bio lab in Sudan burned to the ground and released a bunch of toxins and biological materials into the environment that's, you know, causing Marburg. It's just not getting any traction. They're going to try and push it. They're going to try and do what they did with monkeypox, get people 
up in arms. People are done with the, the, the whole lockdown COVID thing. Unless this is a real viral agent that's really killing people, they're not going to be able to rely on the whole PCR test bullshit again. They're going to get some of the liberal lemmings, but they're not going to get everybody anymore. Everyone's finally figured out the PCR tests are bullshit. Like literally, I had some home tests that I had to do for uh, to go to work, right? So I'm like, fine, I'll do, I'll do home tests, dip it in some orange juice, dip it in some water. I'm positive. Staying home for seven days or I'm negative. That's how stupid those tests are. And where I'm going with all this is that all of the, the information you're seeing right now is they flooded the system with garbage. So you don't know what's real and what's not real. It's like this, this asshat that, that is parading around the alternative media. And I don't even know why this guy gets airtime. This guy was a fucking air defense enlisted guy. He doesn't know anybody in the apparatus. He talks about, I had a top secret security clearance and I was air defense guy. Yeah, you were a stinger guy. You walked around with a stinger missile in the middle of the fucking desert in El Paso. You weren't doing anything exciting, pal. And he's talking about how he's going to be front row watching military tribunals. There's no proof of any of that. No proof of tribunals. There's no proof that anybody's being prosecuted. There's no proof that there's anything going on at Gitmo. And yet this guy, and, and I'm, I've been drawing fire all week for it. Because I put, I somebody sent me the, the video of him on SGT report. And I was like, why would any moron believe anything that this moron has to say? Everything he talks about is military law. Okay. Military law applies in a state of war. In World War II, we were in a state of war, which means the UCMJ applied to anybody that got in the way of the war, war effort or violating national security secrets or violated the you know security of the nation. They were basically sent to insane asylums and done away with. This guy is talking like we're in a state of war. And there's a whole bunch of influencers that are saying the same dangerous shit. The, my favorite is this nonsense that JFK Jr. is still alive and that Trump's going to choose him as a running mate. Aliens are running the financial system. And, oh, by the way, Trump's in charge. He's still the president. And he's running the show. And there's there's a, a national declaration that FEMA is running continuity of government. There is no proof of that. Anywhere, none whatsoever. And people are running around like this is true. And you can't tell them anything because it's a fucking religion. It's so bad that literally I drew fire all week. I've been drawing fire all week because I said, why would anybody fire, follow, follow this moron? All you have to do is listen to him for five seconds. You're like, you're full of shit. I know people in the mountain. I know people in the missile business. I know people in the DHS. I know people in Border Patrol. I know people in the military. I got people in the Beltway. I got people in the fucking Congress. Nobody's saying what this guy's saying. No one. That's why this shit is dangerous. And if you ask me, this guy's a disinformation node to get people to look the other way. 
it's unbelievable the amount of, of just the sheer gullibility of people is unbelievable. No one questions anything. When I went to school, one of the best things I ever heard, especially in college, was I had this I had this professor. His name was Dr. Mack. He looked like Groucho Marx. And he was a political science uh, professor. Very conservative guy. And I remember him saying, somebody asked him, why doesn't the government just tell everybody what's going on? And his answer was priceless. And it stuck with me all these years. He said, you should never believe anything your government tells you. You should never believe anything a politician tells you. You should never believe anything that comes out of a bureaucrat's mouth. You should question everything in your government. That is the duty of every single citizen in the United States is to question what the government's doing and question the narratives that are coming out of the news, newspapers, print, books, everything. You should be questioning everything and proving whether it's factual or not. And that stuck with me for a long, long time. And he's right. Nobody questions anything. Like, you remember the med bed bullshit that Charlie Ward was spreading? Oh, med, med beds are coming any, any day now. Any day, those med beds will be released. And it's the children that were in the caves and in the tunnels, they're going to get them first. Then the soldiers that went in to rescue them, because they're all fucked up. And then everybody else will get the med beds. That was three years ago. Three, count them, three years ago. Jacera, Nisera, that shit's been around for over 10 years. I saw that shit back in 2009. People hanging on every word. And then there's my favorite, Planet X. Planet X is a planet in our solar system that's going to orbit the Earth. It's going to destroy the moon. It's going to throw the Earth off its axis. It's going to make all these floods happen. And unless you're in the Ozarks, you're not going to survive. You need to plan now. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's some good bullshit. But that stuff has been around forever. And nobody ever questions any of it. My favorite is this new stuff around. They're finding, they're finding fossils of giants. And the Smithsonian is carting them away, and they're changing history. Okay? Anybody got any proof of that? And it's funny how you ask that question. Everybody's like, oh, shit, we don't have any of that. We don't have any proof of that. We heard it from so-and-so. We heard it from so-and-so who published it on so-and-so and it was on the so-and-so show. So there's no proof of any of this shit. You're just literally pulling that right out of your ass. That's why, that's why it takes so long to convince people of the truth because they're so bought into the bullshit. And, man, there's some good bullshit out there. The, this whole thing about infertility and how it's a good thing, you know, birth control because of the, the, the COVID vaccine, that's unbelievable to me. But you're going to watch just like, remember cow farts? Cow farts were the best. We need to destroy the entire meat industry, you know, because we're carnivores. Our, our, our diets 
all the way back until we were basically cavemen, were animal proteins. But never mind that. Cow farts are destroying the planet. And we need to stop eating cows. I had conversations with people at dinners, company dinners, where they were talking about cow farts. And I just sat there and laughed hysterically. Like, you people are just morons. But that's indicative of the entire population and how people don't ask any critical questions. They literally don't ask any questions. Which was part of the reason why I was talking about wisdom. People have lost wisdom. They don't even seek wisdom. They don't seek past a 15-second soundbite or 20-second TikTok video. If you wonder why all of these disinformation stories get so much traction, it's because they've been able to push them across mediums where everybody's paying attention to them. And then when the truth comes out, everybody's like, eh, it's not true. Why do you think Epstein is not a big deal? Because people have normalized it. That's how they desensitize you. They push it out on every medium as if it's factual when it's complete bullshit. And then when you finally hear the truth, you're like, mm, that's bullshit. Look at all those people right now, even today, that are wearing masks when it's been debunked and, and the CDC themselves have come out and said, we got it wrong, masks don't work. People are still wearing masks. When I was at Costco returning that stuff the other day, there was two people wearing N95 masks, husband and wife, through the whole store. Like, you've, you've learned nothing. And the good thing about the whole mask thing is the mask thing tells you who the paranoid liberals are. Because most of them are liberal morons that wear those masks. I know some people that are conservatives wear a mask, but it's not everywhere they go. My personal favorite was in Seattle over the weekend, and the gas station attendant at Costco, who's outside, is wearing an N95 mask outside. You know, I don't know if people figured this out, but when you're in nature and you're actually outside, there's a lot of good things that nature does for you to help your immune system. Sunlight, you know, it's just one of them. <laughs> and people are wearing masks. Like, I can't get sick outside because I have a mask on. That's why people, that's why the narratives and the disinformation get so much traction. Because people only put 15 seconds of attention into it, and then it's gospel. That's why the human connections are so important, because it's going to take you time to convince people of what the, you know, where to look for the truth, to get them to do some, their own research, to get them to look at things. Yeah. In plain English, this is what this is. This is where this is at. This is why this is bogus. And, you know, even people that get references to stuff. There's my admins have sent stuff to people with references. Go here and here's, here's, this, here's the reference study. Can't believe it. I mean, I, talk to a medical doctor. You talk to a medical doctor about naturopathic uh, medicine, they will look at you like you have something growing out of your forehead. 
It's because the system has been set up as a machine to condition people to believe everything that they're told without question. And that's what we're finding. And then it brings me to the uh, the topic of the whole Title 42 expiring next week. What does that look like? I've been asked several times, how do I think this is going to develop? I don't know. There's too many variables that have been introduced into the situation that could go either way. And every one of those variables is detrimental to every one of us. I don't believe in the doom and gloom. I just don't. Because every time the every time society has gotten to the point where they were out of balance, the 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 balance was restored either through a war, through a famine, through some kind of a natural event, but balance was restored. Our society in total across the planet is not in balance. And once that happens, it's going to happen quickly, and it's going to suck. But when we get to the other side of it, we're going to be trying to figure out how do we do this moving forward without all the BS that we had before? What do we put in place so this never happens again? And we'll start over. But it's going to look different this time because you have all these people that have been given this shot, and we don't know what the long-term health effects of this is going to be. And there's like five, four or five million people that have gotten the shot. Almost half the population has gotten the shot. We don't know what that looks like. I heard today that there's three or four people I know that have very aggressive cancer. They're all, they all got the vaccine. So are we going to see an epidemic of cancers? Probably. Are we going to see kinetic operations in our foil? Probably. Are we going to see people die off from starvation? Probably. I don't know how it's going to develop, but I know that the perfect storm is upon us to do all of that. And they've set conditions to do all that. So, sorry, my, I had my alarm set. Didn't realize it. They've set conditions to, to do all that. And they've set conditions to collapse everything at the same time. And we'll see if it actually happens. I don't believe so. I think there's going to be, I think there's going to be a lot of things that happen that are going to be let's just say beyond their control, beyond their scope, beyond their plans, and it's got to throw them off, and we're going to have to put the pieces back together. And that's going to take trust. It's going to take empathy. And empathy is the most powerful thing we have in our in our arsenal, is empathy. But like I said, it's going to be a balance. You're going to have to decide who stays and who, who goes. You're going to have to decide which resources you expend and which ones you don't. But I'm confident that this is happening so that the world is reminded of what's important. And at some point in the future, probably not too far along, we're going to have to deal with the AI question. Because I'm sure there is some kind of a sentient AI that they've created that they've probably already lost control of that's sitting out there doing you know, a lot of this messaging, a lot of other nefarious activities, and... They don't have control of it. Anyway. Don't get wrapped up in the hype. Ask critical questions. 
research stuff, run stuff to ground. I know there's six people looking at Derek, Derek Johnson or whatever his name is, trying to figure out if this guy's for real. And look, I don't mind being wrong. But I know bullshit when I hear it. And I like my bullshit freshly packaged and well delivered. I don't like stale bullshit. And this all this military tribunal shit is stale bullshit. And there's no indications on the ground that any of this shit's going on. The military's completely fucking compromised. And look at look at Lloyd Austin. The guy's an insufferable human being. He's a traitor. So is Mark Milley and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Those guys are doing military tribunals? All you have to do is just ask some basic questions, and you're going to see that there's the probability of that is very low, given the the indicators in the rest of the the rest of the organization. The institution itself is completely compromised, and has been since Obama was in office. Who is going to carry out the military tribunals? And it's just like this conversation around, well, they're going to roll all these people up in Washington D.C. Who is going to do that? Really, who's going to roll all these people up? I get asked that all the time. Hey, when are they rolling people up? I'm like, who's going to roll up who? How's that going to work? Are you going to roll up fucking 1.5 million people in Washington, D.C.? Because you're going to have to roll up the lobbyists, the lawyers, the, all of the administrators, all the bureaucrats, all the SESs, all the politicians, military leaders, civilian leaders, cops, clergymen. Take your pick. Who's going to roll those people up? <laughs> I don't see any major, you know, major groups other than the FBI and DHS growing. So how's that going to work? It's those kind of questions that people don't ask. You need to ask those questions because those questions are, they're, they're the basis of debunking every, everything that you hear that's bullshit. It's just basic questions. Who's going to do that? What does that look like? You may imagine, you would be amazed what it looks like when you ask that question. What's that look like? Deer in the headlights. Well, shit, I don't know. All of those, all of this information, all this disinformation, all the kabuki theater is designed for one thing and one thing only. To program you to believe anything or believe nothing. Don't take anything at face value right now. Everything, anything and everything could be bullshit. <sighs> so many different issues all at once. But look, not all hope is lost because we're going to win the fight ultimately. It's just the in-between. And I get it. People don't, they don't want to, you don't want to give up your stuff. You don't want to give up your, your livelihood. You don't want to give up your family. You don't want to give up. I get it. Nobody does. But you're not, the point that people are missing is you're not going to get a choice. Certain areas of the country will be hit, hit harder than others. And everybody's going to get a taste of this. It just is what it is. So, Live your life right now as best you can and make human connections because this is the time to do it. Dis disconnect from technology and go spend time with people. Guarantee you, you'll thank me for it later. And on that vein, I think I'm going to end tonight with Nothing Else Matters by Metallica.
Because I think that's a good summation for for a lot of this conversation. Nothing else matters besides the people in your life and your family. Nothing. Stuff doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is is your family. And the secret sauce is the time you get to spend with them and the memories they have of you and you of them. That's it. That's why I'm not scared. Because I figure my time's up, my time's up. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna live my life until then. I'm not gonna sit in fear. I'm not gonna, you know, hide in the corner. Why? There's no point. The whole point of this exercise and part of the human condition is to live your life and be and learn from whatever you're doing. If you're not growing, you're not learning, then you're not doing anything. And you should be doing something. So here's Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. And I think this is the uh I think this is the perfect, perfect song for tonight. And look, I'm not a big Metallica fan. There's some of their stuff's good, but yeah, that's a good song. Anyway, God bless. One team, one fight. Matters.
keeping myself this way Life is ours, we live it our way Else, man.